This is another episode of of, of Friends with Group Benefits. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome to a, another Friends with Group Benefits episode. I am your co-host, Taylor, here with Hunter as well. And Hi. it is, uh, we are just excited to be here. This is episode six out of eight. Yes. And we are getting close to the end of our first season. We are. I can't believe it's, oh, I'm about to butcher this, three quarters of the way there. Yeah, that sounded close right. enough. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Say, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I started with math off the top of our heads, but anyways. Oops. All right. So today's episode is talking about how to brand yourself. So we are pretty excited about our drink of the night tonight. So Hunter, I'm gonna give you like just some little words around what our drink is tonight, and then see if everyone who's listening, if they can guess beforehand, and then you can tell them what it is. Perfect. Okay. So when you think of this drink, we both thought of the beach, summertime with family and friends, Cinco de Mayo, and then the best as their tagline, find your beach. What are we drinking tonight? We are drinking the one and only amazing beer of Corona. Love a good little good Corona action. And it is summertime. So I feel like this also works for that. Yes, and we just had the 4th of July as well, so another perfect beverage to celebrate that amazing holiday. So yeah, Corona it is, and I it is fun that the beach was the first thing we both thought of and just time with friends and family. So bringing this back to brand, Corona's done a pretty freaking spectacular job of branding themselves. No, they they totally have. I mean, we it's funny because right before this, we decided to look up... um, just what was surrounded by Corona's brand. And their tagline is literally find your beach. Yeah. And the first things that we said were beach, beach. and summertime. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it was perfect. <laughs> exactly. Perfect, perfect. So I think that this is a great start to what we're talking about today with how to brand yourself, just in terms of both personally and professionally, right? Like that's kind of how we're going to break it down. But I think the way to start because this was a very hard topic for Hunter and I to even get through. Um, And so the way that we started was defining what brand is. So Hunter, will you kind of go into what we discovered about brand? Yes, and I think that this will be a part of my personality throughout this podcast is one I go off on tangents that Taylor has to bring me back to, and the other would be definitions of words. So the definition of brand is a particular identity or image regarded as an asset. I'm gonna repeat that real fast because that took me a minute before. It is a particular identity or image regarded as an asset. Now, like I did on a previous podcast, I went a little further in here. So I looked up, or we looked up the word asset, and that is a useful or valuable thing, person or quality. So. A brand is, it's the value that it brings to the product. So people remember what it is. What is it doing for you? Um, And I think that 
in talking about branding yourself, this is something starting out, again, Taylor just said it, we had a hard time getting through this topic today. And it's just because finding the right words to describe your actions, who you are, how someone receives you, how you're trying to be received really is a challenge. So I think taking a step back and asking yourself, what is a brand? which we just shared the definition, and then what are other people's brands and kind of figuring out what that looks like for others. Um, but with that being said too, we, we broke brand down into what we think is a couple of other ways to help, well, I guess break it down. I'm being repetitive now. Yeah, and I guess going back to real quick on the definition and why we're talking about brand today, you know, we're, again, we're saying it's a particular identity or image regarded as an asset and an asset is a person. So when you're thinking about you as a salesperson, your brand is your value to the market and who you are is what's going to help you sell. So I think that it's really important to kind of bring that back of saying the reason that we think that this is a very important topic is because who you are and kind of figuring out who that person is, is going to also help you progress further in the market. Yes. So I think that that's important. But so again, thinking about that and then trying to ask yourself the question of what is my brand is very, very difficult. So what Hunter and I did and what we kind of discovered as we were talking about our brands, which we'll share at the end <laughs> is um, that we feel that brand is broken into two different segments. We think that there are, or there is your core brand, which I mean, I would describe your core brand in Hunter, correct me if I'm wrong. I would say that this is the piece of what you project that doesn't really change. I think this is like your core personality type, um, whether it be sales type, professional, personal type, that really is the root of who you are. So I would say yeah. that's your core. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that that's exactly that's the word, right? So it's just, it's something that, again, maybe if you don't know what your core brand is right now, I think that give yourself a few months into training and learning, seeing what other people do, you'll find it real fast. And I think it really has to do with a lot of characteristics of who you are. And again, it's just getting into that groove of your professional life and being able to define what that is. But yeah, I think your core is already there. Um, and I think it will stay that same way throughout your career. If that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> no, I totally agree. So I think you have one, your core brand, and then I think you have your supportive brand. And so for your supportive brand, I'd say that this is kind of your, it's like supplements, molds, and builds around your core brand. And I think it's something that's very fluid because this is, these are the things that are gonna change as you change and progress through life. These are things that are gonna change as you go through different instances or things that happen within your lifetime. Um, so I would say like that kind of describes your supportive brand because it really does support and supplement your core being. Yeah. and. So when we were going through this, we were trying to find the right word for it. But prior to finding the word supportive, which we felt was a better definition, we kept going back to the word personality. We think that your personality is a lot of what that supportive piece is going to be. And your personality is going to change, like Taylor just mentioned, over the years from when we were 22 to now being in our later 20s, which, ugh. But we've changed so much and we've grown so much. And so I think that supportive piece of our brand has evolved in a really wonderful way. 
So just that involvement is a good thing um, with your supportive side of your, your brand. Yeah, for sure. And so I think then the best way to then break this down and how we see it with other people as well is we were trying to think of some celebrities um, where we could kind of break down their core and supportive brands just to give an idea of what we see from other people. So I am going to let Hunter describe our female celebrity (laughs) as Kim Kardashian. Everyone's favorite. (laughs) You either love her or you hate her. Yeah, I'm on the love side. My husband's not, so. <laughs> That's okay. okay, so I apologize. I don't have these necessarily pushed or separated out as core and supportive, but I think we can kind of break them out once we I throw them out here. So Kim Kardashian, from a brand perspective, just off the top of my head and my perception of her, was, at least before, was very flashy, money-driven, wanted to show everyone she had money beauty being an entrepreneur family and drama were my big ones for her um i think with the brand piece like how we said things change is that kim had that scare where she was robbed and um what was that in paris or something like that many years ago Paris, yeah yeah and so she was robbed i think that kind of woke her up she lost a ton of jewelry and she stopped wearing a bunch of stuff like that because people knew what she was carrying with her and how much it was worth and everything else like that so it made her a target so i think from that perspective her brand has really become a lot more neutral from being super flashy but at the same time she's still driving the rolls royces she still has this mansion but i think she's toned it down and she's a little bit more neutral now Um, So I would say that's a supportive trait of her brand, but the entrepreneur piece is a core. I mean, from the very beginning, it has been business after business with her shops that she's had with her sisters, the different TV shows to make money, um, going to all of her clubs to promote something, to her KKW beauty line, to her Skims line now. I think she has a perfume line. I mean, it's just constant new businesses all the time. So her being an entrepreneur, I think, is at the core of who she is and the actions that she takes and what she does every day. So that's kind of a high level of Kim K there. Yeah, and I completely agree with that. I think her core personality is to be an entrepreneur. Like everything that she does, even from when the Kardashians started, right? Like if you ever, and again, I apologize, we're both Kardashian fans here. Um, but Don't when hold they it started, against us. <laughs> but like when they when she started out and she wanted to become famous because that was gonna help her grow businesses, like she would call paparazzi to or see where the paparazzi was at so she could get photographs. So she always had it in the back of her head with her stores, with her products, with who she is to get that done. And that's an entrepreneur. That is the core being of who she is. And then from the supportive side as well, like I think the drama, I a hundred percent, like I think that's supportive because if you watch the show, that drama has certainly changed. When you think of family oriented, they've always been family oriented, but now it's also changed in a different way where before it was just her and her, you know, with Kim, Chloe and Courtney, then it kind of grew out from there. And now they have their children and their kids and other things that go into that. So I think 
when you think of Kim Kardashian, you think of all the things that you just said, right? Like you think of being an entrepreneur, flashy to maybe not so flashy, drama, business-minded, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And I think that is her absolute brand in the marketplace. If you can think of one person and think of, you know, trigger words for who they are and who they and what they come off as, then that's a brand. Yeah. And I'd say it's a strong brand too, if you can come up with something. So yeah, whether, whether you like her or not, kudos to her because she has a strong brand. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and we did think of a second brand as well, which we think is also important. Um, so do you, do you want me to describe this one? Yes. Just don't forget my one word I had for him. <laughs> I might let her just come in and say this one. All right. So <laughs> For this brand and this person, we thought of Tom Brady, um, mm -hmm. because again, you either love him or you hate him, but Tom Brady is a brand. And so we thought of uh, winning mindset, family oriented, hard worker, leader, and then as Hunter would say, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part of the brand. It is a part of the brand. No, but I, I mean, I agree. And I think when you think of Tom Brady, those pieces definitely come to mind. And then for me, I would describe his core personality or I'm sorry, his core brand is winning mindset. Because I think in everything he does, he does it to win. Like having the best family, he does it to win. He goes, you know, and plays the NFL, he does it to win. When he trains, he trains to win and beat everyone around him. So I would say that that's his core brand of who he is. And then everything else is kind of like changed and supports that with, again, him being a hard worker relates back to making sure that he can win in that, you know, aspect of his life with his family. Again, goes back to that winning mindset piece. Being a leader, 100% goes around that winning mindset. And then the the sexy thing, um, he has a winning mindset when it comes down to... <laughs> His commercials and, you know, the things that he even wears and his, what he does to brand other brands, right? Like that is part of who he is and his other brand is that he's good looking and a great athlete. So that's kind of how I would describe Tom Brady as a brand. Yes, I like it. Thank you for throwing in the word sexy because I just, I, I don't know. I feel like you can't deny it and... <laughs> Got to give him a little kudos there. So, and I think that's part of his core brand is being sexy. So <laughs> I think that's just part of what he looks like. I don't know if that's like, I don't know. It's been brand. there forever. Okay. I'm being weird. Okay. 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 <laughs> no, that's totally fine. So I think <laughs> like bringing this back again, we believe that when it comes down to a brand that you have two types, you have your core which is the thing that really does not change. And there's a lot of really probably your background in life that goes into what that core becomes. Um, and then you have your supportive personality, which molds, meshes, and is very like liquid, so to speak, um, because it's forever changing that goes around that core personality um, and core brand type. So Hunter, I'm going to ask you a very tough question right now. Yes. And I'm going to ask, what would you say your core brand is? Mm. And just to preface this, even though I had time to prep, this was very challenging, right? So bear with me. Um, I would say my brand is being a responsive consultant in my marketplace with the goal and intention of um, 
setting everyone up for success, all parties. So that's my core brand. And I know that's very kind of high level and airy. So I think I could definitely break that down further, but that would be my little elevator pitch of my okay. brand. And then how would you describe your supportive brand around that? Yeah, this is way less put together than that one. So my supportive brand, I think about who I am and my personality is someone who is very sweet, but also very tough. Um, so I think these pieces come out in my, my interactions with everyone. I'm also very personable and I enjoy getting to meet people um, and learning more about them as well as having that family side of me and that being a big part of who I am and letting others know about that. So, and I think the other one too would be sports as well. Just being able to one, caring a lot about them, having these conversations with others. So sometimes I, I think a little bit of that evolves. Um, like I have not been as good of a sports fan lately, so I'm way less confident in talking about it. So I gotta get back on my ESPN <laughs> app here, but um, that's always been a big part of my life too. So that would be some of the supportive side, I would say of my my brand and what people can expect from me, which now now is your turn, lady. <laughs> My turn. All right. So for me, I would say my core brand is to be an educator that creates value for the marketplace. Um, yeah. Just kind of short, short, sweet, simple. That's what I say, would say for my core. Um, for my supportive brand, this one was interesting for both Hunter and I, because the way that we both started with it and kind of like what we said at the beginning is we thought of personality, which, mm -hmm. I think it's, which is huge to what your supportive brand is. And um, Hunter and I were then talking and we've both taken this personality test. It's called the Enneagram. And this is a really cool test because it lets you know how you see yourself. So there's a couple different personality tests out there. There's like the Myers-Briggs, which is um, actually how people perceive you. And then the Enneagram is how you perceive yourself. And so I think that a lot of those characteristics within the Enneagram are part of my supportive brand. So I am a Enneagram type one, which is called the reformer. And parts of that like brand or personality are to be purposeful, principled, self-controlled, and a perfectionist. Um, and I think that those describe and really kind of go around my core brand very, very well um, in terms of like purposeful, I'm never going to send you something that doesn't mean anything, um, anything that you get from me, whether it be a phone call, an email, a text message, like there's always a purpose behind it. Being principled is doing the right thing, which um, can be extremely hard because it's something that can be good or bad, right? It does hold you back when making decisions yeah. sometimes just to make sure that you're doing the right thing. Self-controlled. Um, I always think before I speak. So in terms of like, getting emotional and stuff. That's just not who I am. I will always like take a breather and then I'll tell you what's going on. Um, and then perfectionist, that's kind of just self-explanatory. Unfortunately, <laughs> that is one of the things that describes me, um, which can be good or bad. And then going into some of the ones that Hunter and I share, family, 100%, huge family person, and then sports oriented. Hunter and I both have sports in our background. We've grown up with it. So it's something that's always going to be the root of who I am um, and I think of who you are too. So um, 
kind of a lot that I just went into with my brand, but I would say that that describes me to a T. I would agree. And when Taylor and I were going through the Enneagram here with one another and sharing what our types were, which I'm going to spell this out, it's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, Enneagram. Just for anyone who's curious, doesn't know what it is and wants to look it up. Um, You can take a shortened version of this test, which I think is, don't quote me, like 40 or 50 questions. And it's just kind of like gut reaction. Um, or you can take a much more in-depth test. So I took the shortened one and I really want to take it again because this test has come up. I kid you not, in the last 18 months of my life, this test has come up probably six or seven different times in different conversations, different friend groups, different aspects of my life. Like I took this at a bachelorette. <laughs> like like I love it. just silly. <laughs> yeah. And then like I've gotten into it with my family when we were on a vacation and Again, here with you, Taylor. So this is a really cool test because I think it helps you figure out who you are and hopefully answer these questions that we just asked one another um, and you answer it a little stronger than what I did. But again, if you really have no idea, this is such a good way to find adjectives to describe your personality and who you are. So I was telling Taylor after she told me what hers was, I was like, I can see all of these things from our interactions with one another over the years. But I was like, I think I like you even more now because I really like a lot of these qualities. And I think that again, it's like the yin to the yang, the blonde to the brunette, it's the reformer, the Enneagram one to the number eight, which is me, the challenger. And these I think are very cohesive, but they're very different as well. And so just sharing mine real fast, the challenger is the, powerful dominating type one that is self-confident decisive willful and confrontational so self-confidence i think i definitely like most humans struggle with this in my own capacity right but at least i think i show it from a decisive side i just planned a wedding and i knew what i wanted and i didn't really go back on it like i knew what it was so i think that that was something that if i didn't know that before about myself this whole wedding planning definitely let me see that side willful i mean yeah i i I, I don't know. To me, that's like saying you're a fighter, I guess. that's I don't know if that's the right interpretation of that word or not, but um, I don't know. I feel like I need to go look that one up now. And then lastly, confrontational. I don't like that word, but it's accurate. And it's accurate because it's not so much trying to get up in someone's face and start a fight as it is, hey, there might be a problem. Instead of trying to bury this, let's talk about it. Let's work through this with one another. So that to me is confrontational, at least how I receive it and, sh- and act it in my life. Yeah, and I think that there is a strong sense of respect with confrontation when done correctly, um, especially in the business world, right? Like you have to hold people accountable and sometimes to do that, you have to confront them. And that's sometimes something that I struggle with because it's not really a core personality trait or brand of who I am. But I do think that when you do that, you gain a lot of respect from people because then they also know that they can't just like bulldoze you over. Right. So I think, you know, with all of the personality types, with all of the brands, I think there's good and bad to both. There will always be because kind of like what we said, think about Kim and think about Tom. You either love them or you hate them. Right. You either love their brand or you hate their brand. It's just 
that's what it is at the end of the day. And when it comes down to selling and getting along with other people, that's very, very accurate, right? You're going to run into people that you are able to build a connection with, that you can like have the, you know, selling conversations with, that you're going to win business from. And then sometimes you're, you're not. And then maybe that's just better for someone else to go after rather than yourself. So I think that knowing your specific brand only helps you build stronger relationships and get more productive sales out of the marketplace than trying to be everything. Because then, again, that, that comes off in a different way. So I think that having that strong brand is extremely important. Yeah. So I'm going to add to that because I think that was really well said. And there's a there's a coworker of mine. He says, find your horses and give a shit about them. That's his little tagline. And he said he's been doing that since day one. That's his encouragement for anyone else coming into. And again, we're on the carrier side, right? So I think being a broker, it might be a little bit different. But at the same time, I think it's very accurate in how you approach your business. And what he means by that is find the people that you can get along with and relate to and that are going to have your back and they know you're going to have yours and you're going to keep helping each other. You're going to keep feeding one another. So find your horses, find your people, give a shit about them. That's his big, his big, uh, what's the word? Oh my gosh. I would really say that that's his brand. <laughs> that's his brand. That's his brand. It really is. That's, that's his, brand. That's his Thank tagline. You. <laughs> That's his Corona life or whatever. Find your beach. That's his tagline. I love that. No, good job. Way to bring that back. So, um, it, and I think again, what Taylor said, just reemphasizing, this is going to help you figure out who you are. And again, who more than likely you're going to get along with and who you can go after and attack and build those relationships with. Because like she said, you're not going to get along with everyone or everyone's not going to like you, unfortunately. So don't try to be everything to everyone. It's exhausting and it won't help you in the long run. So I think another big encouragement is take a moment, think about what you want your brand to be, but go and ask everyone else, what's your brand? And see what their answers are. And more than likely, they will probably struggle a little bit. And I think Just that's like a good did. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I had time to think about it. <laughs> so I think people will struggle. Um, but yeah, I would say if they give you kind of a high level airy thing, be like, well, like, what does that mean? How do you do that? Ask those questions, dig a little deeper because sometimes people can just say stuff, you can slap a sticker on something. But what's actually the action behind it to make that brand true. So find out what that core is and find, find out what the support is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. So I think like just to round out everything that we said today, when it comes to your brand, which is extremely important to your sales, right? Yeah. Like that is the value that is what is going to help you in the marketplace, knowing your brand and digging down into what your core brand and your supportive brand are and just living those and also knowing that they can change. Again, that's gonna that's where you're going to learn how to sell yourself in the marketplace, which does go into our next episode, which starts with sales 101. So Ooh. we wanted to bring brand up first because that's gonna be very important to how you sell um, versus how someone else does. Yes, yeah. and to re-emphasize the word your brand because you are not that next person. I'm not Taylor and Taylor's not Hunter. 
we are very different, our upbringings, the way we think of things, think through it, what you have to figure out your brand. I think you can get inspired and encouraged by bits and pieces of others, but don't try to be that person because it's just not, it's not you. So don't force it. And I would just say that's my last little tidbit of encouragement is find your brand, figure out who you are and take the Enneagram test because it's awesome. <laughs> totally agree. I was just going to say that. I was going to say, if you don't know where to start, try that test out first and yep. go from there. Highly, highly agree with that. And again, it's free on that shortened version. I mean, it's it's so cost you nothing. You just need a few minutes to do it. Yeah, we'll post the link before the episode or maybe after the episode airs just so people can like find it a little bit easier. That's a great idea. And I'm writing that down. Okay. That sounds good. Well, Taylor friend, um, is that a wrap on brand? Branding is a wrap. Okay, y'all. Well, you know what it's time for, our closing. So we'll <laughs> see you next time, groupies. Stay classy. Stay classy. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Friends with Group Benefits Podcast. See you next see you week. Next week. week.